Uh, it's good, man. I missed her earlier with Jamie and uh, Hubert from Little Big Town, man. How's your day? Yeah, all right. Doing, making some connections and trying to Doing do some thing. work, man. Yeah, I, I'll let them know you're covering the game, so I hope you had a, a good time there, man. So I'm glad you're, you oh, know, yeah. back. And um, tonight, man, I uh, I know we talk a lot about that bridge between music and and sports going hand in hand. Yeah. Oh yeah, and, definitely. And dude, there's a there's a a gentleman, and I am excited to to bring on tonight. Um, this band's been just on the up up and coming, just fast track for about two or three years now. Solid. I've been mm-hmm. listening to him for a very long time. But uh, Giovanni and the Hired Guns, um, they've yep. been you know, hitting the scene pretty hard. Obviously with Ramona Aula, and they just dropped Tohono Punk Boys, and they're just just their style, man. It's it makes you feel like you're living in the heart of the '90s again. You know, like the the best <laughs> oh, yeah. way I can explain it. All the good times, right? So. Oh yeah. Uh, you, when you told me about him, I sort of listened to him, man, and. and it's pretty good stuff and i you know i'm starting to get into a little bit more so i'm I'm excited to hear where the inspiration for everything comes from it makes me want to go back and grab some jingo jeans a yo-yo and my tamagotchi <laughs> and you know what i'm saying but at this all the best things of that time frame right so um but modern so i think what they're it's the tribute again they have their very own style there's a yep. lot of southern influences a lot of uh a, a little tejano stuff you can even hear some of the literally some of the selena type stuff mixed with brass and almost some jazz it's just this blend of amazing musicianship so i was able to track down and befriend uh chance one of their guitarists who was working on the mm-hmm. business side and also done been doing shows and come back with the band just had some some recent like festival invites and just really kind of blowing up on the fast track. So, Dane, I'm mm-hmm. excited to bring to you tonight Chance Bannister, man. I'm excited to yep. get to, to, to work with them. So, Chance, without further ado, it's my honor, brother. How you been? Good. How about y'all, man? Excellent, excellent. Trying to we stay are. busy. Yeah, Chance. I know you're you're a very busy man. I know you guys got back from the road recently. How was your recent road trip, man? Crazy? <laughs> it was good, man. Yeah, so I've, I've actually been – I've been back off the road uh, probably for the last – month and a half i guess okay. i went and filled in for them uh with yeah. them for about two months yeah uh, kind of got to stretch my legs again and just hop back in and i got to i got to see it play man i love i love your style again i, I know again you've been with them from day one and taking on different roles sometimes mm-hmm. the business side sometimes you know the hired gun literally right <laughs> so yeah kind of kind of going where you need it man so dana and i have some questions about you as a musician um this goes well beyond geo it's it kind of focuses on you a lot as well so we're going to kick yeah. off these questions man and try to give you some time back in your night so dana if you want to hit that first one and uh, we'll go from there okay so. sure i mean you doing the the things you do with the band i mean many hats that you wear we're on the music side when you're playing guitar going back when did all that love for music and actually playing the guitar start for you in your life Mm. yeah man so when i was younger like i mean i was introduced to a lot of rock music like classic rock and that Mm. kind of stuff by my dad uh back i mean very early age you know back four or five years old and started kind of getting into that you know and then as i got a little older about second third grade i started getting into a lot of like 80s metal and a lot of of course you know a lot of the 90s early 2000s pop punk rock that was coming out you know like Mm -hmm. 41 and blink 182 and stuff like that and i just listened to him like man like that guitar man that's cool Mm -hmm. like it sounds really cool and so i guess about fourth grade is when i really caught interest in it um Mm. Got my first guitar, then um, never really learned anything. I mean, I messed around with it for a little bit, but no no one in my family or anyone close to me knew anything about playing guitar or anything, so it just kind of sat for a while. Um, 
And then I guess in high school, um, I had a lot of friends that were starting to pick it up and, you know, using the internet for some resources on how to teach yourself how to play and, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like looking at chord charts and reading tabs and that kind of stuff. And that's, uh, that's really when I dove in, I was probably about 16 or 17 years old when I really dove Man. in and started learning how to play it. So I love it, man. When you look at, obviously, we know every every successful artist have that garage band or have that go-to. Can I, can, is it true? Did you have the legit, the garage band type thing before you started working with, you know, the current guys? Did you have that, this is my first song? Like, were you guys banging it out in the garage? Was that your story too back then? Or? Well, I kind of did. I mean, it's actually funny because back in, back in those early, like, elementary school years, me and some buddies, we, like, had our own little punk band you know like no one knew how to play anything or anything but (laughs) we kind of had our own little band that we were talking about it's called snothead is what we named okay very (laughs) very punk rock you know and um yeah i mean once i once i got out of high school moved into college i started playing with some of the local guys uh there in stephenville texas and um, we had we had a couple different projects that we ran with for a few years. Uh, it was kind of more like the alternative indie kind of style. I got you. Um, and yeah, I mean, we did that a lot. You know, we played played a lot of like house shows and some small bars and stuff here and there. And we we actually recorded an album. Oh wow! Um, really? Okay. Uh, it was the we were called the Manson Family Reunion. Um, okay. A lot okay. of local Stephenville guys. Yeah, and that's uh essentially through that band i met some people and that's how i actually got linked up with geo um mm-hmm. you know to start with the hard guns and everything so yeah i mean that it's pretty cool you know it's just some low underground stuff but i mean i ended up you know i love yeah. it i love the to me and chance i think this is neat and every artist we work with again from from country to rock to the rap stuff i like how obviously you know the recent road tour with Giovanni, but you talk about, I, I like hearing, and Dana and I talked about this, those bands that made you the grind, right? Those five to 10 people in the audience type thing, right? Yeah, so then yeah. now what you, those festival, you know, these shows that you're doing where it's like, man, you're packing out clubs and, and arenas and all that. When you're looking at this, this body of work that you've done as an artist with different bands and all that, um, and then no shade of the recent tour, is there a memory or maybe a gig that stands out to you? Like this has been my favorite memory of a gig so far. Mm-hmm. Could you, could yeah. you say one if you, if you had to pick one so far, I mean, as far as like the early years, or just in in general, in general, in, in yeah, general. this yeah. is your just yeah. your go to, like your favorite gig memory so far, you know. Honestly, man, it was it was a very recent gig that I just okay. you know happened to be on, and that was the uh, iHeart Radio Awards show that we yeah and, I saw that man. That was it was just crazy. Like I'd never done anything like that in my life, and just getting to be in that moment and that experience like it, it was totally different it's very very cool um very very grateful that we got to do that and that i got to be a part of that with the guys and i mean mm-hmm. it was just it was an incredible gig i mean yeah, yeah. Okay. I followed you and I saw that. And I think, like you said, I, I watched it every second. Of, I was like, I'm sitting here just Dane's like, I, I, I sent him the link and he's like, oh my God, check it out. I'm watching. I saw your post and fly suit, <laughs> by the way, bro. You had a kick and suit. I love it. <laughs> by the way. So uh, like the dude's got style, you know? So I love the way you, like you guys just came out with, and it's, it's neat. What I love about it. And I'm telling you, man, what's just so cool about 
your guys is your your thing of what you're doing again you've got a lot of pop which is totally cool no disrespect to the pop scene right but you've got this 90s punk yep. tejano boy sound and it mixed in with some southern rock type stuff you can hear the punk influences in your guitar work too amongst all these pops like the Dua Lipas, which are great and all these these names out there you guys are like hey we're gonna go back to the 90s and just get it early yep. 2000s yep. and it's just be yourself and it was never more evident that you guys definitely keep your stamp on being yourself and it was so cool so i just i don't know i'm just yeah. i was gushing over it so i love that you did that you know? yeah yeah it's, it's cool man because you know like i mean we we started out as a texas country band you know i mean mm -hmm. that was kind of yep. the whole circuit and everything that we were doing and but it's you know all every single one of us came from backgrounds in like alternative hard rock metal I mean, yep. you know, like I'm, I'm a big metal head my, myself you know like we mm -hmm. came from those backgrounds and it just kind of started blending in with the music and it's just yeah how mm -hmm. it turned out you know yeah and, oh. and with with all that blend of music you guys mix it all together and it sounds great the things that josh turned me on to to listen to you i'm i love it i'm starting to play more of it you know as you're listening to music day to day uh with that you know it leads me to our next question what are some of the growing up whenever you were playing and and as you started building on your craft what are some of the biggest music influences you've had in your life that kind of mm -hmm. helped you shape and mold your your uh identity when you're playing mm. that's good and yeah i mean you know like obviously it all started with like a lot of the pop punk stuff because i mean that was all coming out like at that time you know like some 41 blink 182 i mean those were mm -hmm. like two of my really big ones but i mean i got introduced to uh metallica at a really mm -hmm. really young mm -hmm. age and like i just remember listening to those like seven eight minute tracks just listen to those guitarists yeah. just like dude this is awesome like <laughs> i want to play this kind of stuff you know and so, I mean, <laughs> yeah yeah a lot of like metallica and then of course you know a lot of the classic rock. like classic rock is like my main i mean Led mm -hmm. Zeppelin, Pink Floyd, Skinner, like those those bands, man. I've just I've grown up on them my whole life, and they've always stuck with me. And that's that's where a lot of my playing influence comes from. Mm -hmm. Oh, nice, man. Um, you know when you when you think of the influences, and I'm curious, man. So I know I again I, I try not to be that creepy guy where I look at all the credits. Did you did you were you part of writing? Speaking of your Southern rock influences, did you write Rooster Tattoo with Gio? Was that you? Or because I know you play the heck out of it you know, on shows, but were you part of that writing of that song? So guitar wise, guitar wise, no, guitar wise, yeah. Like so, that's cool, man. I was on so the first two records. Um, I had a big part in all the guitars on that. And then as far as Tejano Punk Boys, I did, mm -hmm. I think I did like three or four of the tracks off of that mm -hmm. one. Like, like Ramon Ayala, I did all the guitars on that one. I love um, it. Um, and then like Can't Answer Why, some of those newer ones. But yeah, I mean, Rooster mm -hmm. Tattoo, like the intro, like that was, you know. I my, could tell. My look and everything. So, I mean, yeah, like I, we, we did a lot of stuff. And I mean, you know, back in the early days in Stephenville, like when we were getting ready to record you know, bad habits. The first one. I mean, I had mm -hmm. had this little apartment uh, on the outside of town, and Geo would just come over all the time. And I mean, we worked on those songs for just hours on end. You know, I love it. Apartment, acoustic guitars, just trying to figure stuff out, just jamming, working yeah. on ideas. Yeah. I mean, there's so many ideas. You know, that ended up getting scrapped. Yeah. But a lot of those, a lot of those songs from that first record, you know, came out of that. Yeah. Out of that mm -hmm. little apartment. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh yeah. It. And when you guys are working together, do does he kind of give you a lot of freedom to, hmm. you know, explore what you're, what you're doing and, and kind of, or do you kind of call him and say, Hey, I got an idea for a riff or I got an idea for a song or a melody and you guys kind of just knock hmm. it out together. 
Yeah, he does. And you know, that's, that's one of the great things that I love about working with Gio is he's always been very open to just doing whatever feels right. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. He's not trying to, you know, push me in a certain direction to sound this way. Like I, uh-huh. it was funny because the first, the first rehearsal I ever did with him, um, playing lead guitar, I played bass for the first few shows with him <laughs> because okay. he needed a bass player. And I was like, I mean, I'd, I'll borrow a buddy's bass, you know, and hop in. And then we were, we were doing this rehearsal and lead player flaked on us. And I was like, Hey man, that's, that's like what I do. You know, that's, that's like my main thing. And so we set up like we were doing this rehearsal and then I, you know, I was trying to play like all country stuff. And he was like, man, is that, is that how you normally play? I was like, man, no, I'm, I'm more of a rock guy. And it's <laughs> like, he was like, we'll do that. And I was like, okay. And I, I mean, you <laughs> Game know, he's, over. Yeah. He's always been very, very cool with that kind of stuff. And I mean, that's, yeah, I love yeah, that. that. I, oh, yeah, I, I was going to say that that's great that you have the freedom to do that. And, I, and as it sounds, when I've been listening to it, it, makes for a better product coming out when everybody has their little bit of their own self into it. You play it a little bit more. Pa- yeah, it seems like everybody plays a little bit more passionately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, that's that's just always kind of been our thing is just make the music that we want and what sounds cool to us and what we like and just see what comes out of it. And you know, luckily, I mean, people have, people have caught on to it, you know, and they yeah. seem to dig it. So, yeah, I think it's, it's refreshing, man. So I'm curious, as I know, when you're looking at the next 12 months or, you know, beyond that, I know you've got a lot of, you know, stoves in the fire, as they say, or whatnot. So obviously with some of your side projects, I know obviously the work you've done with Gio, but taking a deeper look at you as an, a guitarist and all that, are you you know, God willing, looking at some, some side stuff of your own, looking to maybe put some more albums out there that are um, outside of Geo, like for you personally, what, what's your next 12 months maybe producing or writing looking like for you as a, as an artist? You know? Yeah. And I, I've been doing a little more of that, especially here recently, um, as far as, you know, working with some other bands and just talking to them, you know, trying to get some more studio time, just, mm-hmm. you know, just to get a different feel and work on some different projects. And cause I mean, I've been, I've been in the, gthg bubble forever you know so it's it's kind of cool to try and you know see what other bands are doing and see if i can complement their their sound or style somehow and so yeah i've, I've been looking into that doing good doing some studio work and hopping on some projects just have fun and work with some other musicians you know It'd be cool to see some solo stuff for me, man. I know a lot of times yeah. I see these, I see these artists, and we've done so many with guitarists. It'd be cool to see you put out kind of an EP of your own, maybe guest singers. You sing on it. I, I hope that's in the works, man, because I, like I said, I just love, the, I love the style of what you play. I, I hear, and I hate it. I know you probably hate it. People do that, but I hear a mix of things like Skinnerd. I hear Saving Able. I hear uh, Three Doors Down. Uh, you know, and then I hear like this, like you said, this Sum Forty One type. When I hear you, that's this blend of what I hear when I hear you play. So I'm hoping to hear more of that from you because we need more of that these days i'm so tired and no disrespect to modern music i'm so tired of just circulated <laughs> cookie cutter pop i need more chance banister songs out there in the world man so we need, yeah, we we need you to cut a demo or something man even <laughs> some demos sure, give man. me some b-sides you know so please yeah, do yeah. <laughs> me now, and uh, me and uh, jared felucci he's he's the guitar player and in the band right now one of the guitar mm-hmm. players and me and him actually we kind of have this little side thing going where we just we send each other guitar stuff and we'll record stuff over them and we've talked about just doing like a little side project album or something mm-hmm. you know maybe play like nice. one or two shows a year and just just have fun with it and just record some oh, wow. cool guitar nice, stuff and bring some people in to cut vocals or drums or whatever and 
yeah i think it'll be cool man we we just kind of do it whenever we have the free time you know he's he's on the road a lot and then of course i'm you know working and all that stuff so we just yeah, yeah. kind of throw stuff together here and there and we'll see what so, happens so, so kind of do a bonamassa or a santana thing bring in artists and you just you just lay out the tracks and just shred it right is what your plan is yeah, <laughs> so i, I dig it yeah I dig that, man. Well, I'll tell you what, speaking of a segment and kind of shredding, Dan and I, we do this every time. The fans love this, so we're going to take a second step away from maybe some of the deep talk, we can call it that. We have this <laughs> thing we do every time, Chance, called um, Rapid Fire. Now, Dan and I bet on this. These are questions that we literally bet on to see who's closer. Um, we, we buy each other lunch and winter gets and all that. So, Dane, do you have your uh, do you have your picks? Yeah, I got, I got them ready. So I've got a couple questions just to kind of pick a, your personality a little bit, just knowing a little bit about your musical style and maybe preferences, things like that. You have to answer one. You can't not answer, okay? So um, now these are light, nothing deep, man. We're not going to go deep with yeah. you, but like you don't have to tell us what's what your kids are your favorite, nothing like that. No, I'm just kidding. But these are just rapid-fire, fun, silly questions, okay? So, okay. Cool. All right, so here we go. First one, um, I think I know this one. Here we go. Um, Chevelle or Tool? Uh, Chevelle. I was so off, Dane. Oh my God. <laughs> so I'm <laughs> over one. Okay. Well, strike one. Next one. So this is a, based off of just knowing kind of the age group that you're in. This is a nineties thing. Would you rather watch Power Rangers or Hulk Hogan's Thunder in Paradise? Uh, I, I, I'd say Power Rangers. Dude, I'm over two, Dane. Yeah, I'm over two so far. Dang. Okay. All right. So next one, another '90s reference. Um, I picked some things if you get this from '90s theme. Okay. So next one, um, bazooka gum or chiclets? Uh, chiclets. Okay. Oh, here we go. Now got I'm one on track. Right. Gotcha. Okay, got one right. Next one. This will this will bring you back to when you're walking through Walmart back in the late '90s and using putting quarters in the machines. Are you going for Doctor Thunder or Kool Aid? Doctor Thunder. Oh yeah. There we go. Two for two. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And last one, I had to leave you with a 90s epic reference. Are you going Kenny G or Celine Dion? Uh, Kenny G. Oh, yeah. Dang. Man, I, I, I seriously had you because of some of that empathetic <laughs> stuff I had you for Celine Dion. Man, you let me down, bro. So, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> right, so, I was two for five. Dane, how'd you do? I was about two for five. Did yeah. you have him for Kenny G, Dane? Yeah, definitely. Okay, man. Well, that's just a little fun segment we do. Again, the chance is just called Rapid Fire. So thanks for that. I appreciate it. Fans love it. So Dan, I'll give it back yeah. to you for the final segment, Dan. Uh, on this one, Chance, we uh, call this an open mic. You know, we kind of open the floor up to our guests to, you know, kind of speak a little bit about the things that keep them motivated, you know, through the mm -hmm. years of uh, doing the things that they love to do sure. with, with music and things like that. Is, is there something like a mantra that you carry with you, a philosophy that kind of helps you, you know, get through, you know, your music, whether it be writing or tough times or keeps you just motivated and focused in, in mm. the craft that you have. Is there something that you carried along through the years that you can kind of share with uh, our audience? Mm. I don't know about anything specific. I mean, me personally, I just say, you know, like, just do do what you love to do, you know, and, if you you know, put your heart into it and work hard at it and just have fun. I mean, you know, like, there's some really good things that could come out of that, you know, mm. um, a lot of people, wow. a lot of people have asked about stuff like that, you know, like the band and stuff. And, you know, one of my, one of my things, too, is, you know, have your goals and, you know, have your sights on something, but don't ever set expectations too high you know what i'm saying to where you're going to be mm -hmm. disappointed like just just enjoy it 
Like, mm. yeah, mm-hmm. do what you can, believe in yourself, and I mean, just wow. You know. That's that's chance. I think you're you're, set, you're hitting on something. We tell our athletes and in musicians that we talk to and um, you know coaches, it's almost like, hey, do do a good job, but don't take it so serious that you don't allow yourself to enjoy the moment. Like you, yeah, I yeah. think I think I think it's so fascinating, chance to me that the way you said it, you just got done literally doing iHeart music festival like you're there doing it and mm-hmm. you have you make time to talk to people like us like that you're yep. not taking it for granted and that's impressive you know what i'm saying so you're living in the moment enjoying it but also looking at hey don't take it so serious but you forget about what got you here so whatever you do whether it's you know sports or maybe you're a doctor or maybe what you're doing is you're you're doing it whatever you do right like do right. it have fun don't take it too serious i think it's awesome yeah. chance wow so yeah man they, you know it's like just i mean you know, I mean, you start a band and, you know, the likelihood of it really taking off and making a career out of it. I mean, you never know. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, yeah. yeah. There's oh, yeah. no there's no certain formula to it on how to get there. Like, it's all just a matter of, you know, work and luck. I mean, maybe a little bit of luck, you know, but, yeah. you know, and I mean, you know, looking back, I mean, I'm just I'm, I'm very thankful for, you know, what's what's turned out for us. Like, it's it's just cool to watch. And I mean, I never honestly never expected to even see it go this far so anything mm-hmm. is really just like it's just a bonus it's just cool yeah i love that it's fun getting to see it all happen and just take it in and remember you know think about those three hour sets we used to play for three people and made 14 dollars. you know i mean it's just it's wow cool. it's just cool man I think that's when you're saying that, and I remember I was watching an interview because I, I watch probably 60 or 70 interviews a month, and I'm just always looking. And I remember one time, it's funny, I was watching Mike and Chester from Lincoln Park. They said, our goal was to get to where by the time we made our third album um, to be able to not have to ride in the van. You know what I'm saying? That, that was just our goal, right? And when you're, and you're talking about what you guys have done, success, man. I mean, dude, in, in, in today's environment, going to something like like an iHeart Festival, is that's that's the top of the pile it really is. Yeah. So if you're looking back, when you were doing this, when you get – you're writing but did you i hate to even ask this was there a bar you're like okay if i get here i feel like i've made it but did you ever have that i know you weren't like chasing it but it came naturally but was there a bar you felt like if you hit this bar you've yep. made it as an artist you know does, does that make sense yeah i mean especially like certain you know like i mean from the from early on we had like bucket list venues and stuff like yeah. that we get to play and and like we you know you start seeing those happen and you're just like hmm you're just like, hey man, we're, I think we're good, <laughs> you know, like this, this is actually working out. We're, we're getting, we're, we're meeting our goals and, mm-hmm. uh, yep. yeah. Okay, so you've, uh, it, I think, I think, uh, I, I, I. I could go into that for hours, but I won't do that to you, man. I think you've you've definitely made some bucket lists, and I can't wait to see what's up next. Again, I'm hoping, yeah. like I said, circling back to that because me and Dan will close this and get out of your hair soon. But I hope to see some solo stuff from you, man. We'll be cheering yeah, you on. Definitely. Obviously, new work. If you if you go back on on the road with the guys, we'll be watching you. I I think also too, man. I know you got a million things going on. Um, the fans would love to see you do some uh, some instructional stuff. If you ever want to throw some instructional guitar stuff out there, like you said with YouTube, let us know because I know the fans would love to see you kind of maybe. You give some secrets about some of your riffs and all that you know so yeah, um, 
Man, so I, again, Chance, I know we've been tracking down for a while. You're very gracious. Thank you for taking time yeah, away with, with the family and all you have. So we won't keep any longer. We'll definitely be in touch and make sure we have a return uh, sometime in season three. We hope you have it back on. So Chance, thank you again on behalf of Dana and I for your time. Yeah. And we'll be rooting for you every step of the way, and I hope you have a, a great rest of your month, okay? Chance? Yeah, absolutely. Thank, thank you all so much for having me. Yeah, yeah thank, you, thank you for coming we'll, on. Yeah, man, we'll be in touch. So Dana, yeah. I'll let Chance get back to his night. Dana, I'm telling you, man, um, like I said, uh, modest guy, very cool, very chill, great yeah. stud yeah. guitars. What do you think tonight, Dan? That was awesome. I'm impressed. I mean, it, when you talk to the personalities behind the art, you mm-hmm. know, it makes you want to go back and listen even more to what they do, knowing that's the kind of personality they have, and it, and it shines through in their art, mm-hmm. and, and it just makes the listen that much better to me, anyway. Whenever I listen to music, I, whenever I listen to the interviews of those artists, it makes me kind of get a little bit closer to the music they mm-hmm. and he so. he's he, he's a representative of that and i'm telling you that that working class that hardworking, uh yeah. writing about real life uh, again to me dude if i if i'm going to something like a festival the world's gonna know about it, it was like oh it's cool you know we went there and it was just like another day right i love that about yeah. him yeah, as yeah. an artist where he's on to the next thing right let's make something else let's help somebody else and if he didn't catch this day and he said i'm working with other bands he wants to help somebody oh, else yeah. so cool you know um, you can't you can't write this stuff up. Hey, I, I had this pinnacle in my career. We've hit some milestones for us. We're still growing as a band. Let's help others. Yep. They want to pay it yep. forward, you Definitely. know. So, ah oh, man, that was that was. Dan, I'm telling you, we, we talk about them talking about bucket lists, getting this guy on. Yeah. Uh, really, in my opinion, the the method behind the band, um, this band that I love, most of it came from him. Gio's got a great voice. Don't get me wrong, but he is kind of that that yeah. that mad scientist behind what's made these last couple albums. So I'm just glad we got to work with him, man. Yeah. So and, and to expand on what you were saying about helping others, you know, they, they just kind of take it. Yeah, we did this, but to the people they help, you know, mm-hmm. us us in that boat, say, man, you're just awestruck that they gave you a little bit of their time and knowledge. I love it. So and I and that's it. what I loved about these kind of interviews with artists like that. Mm. Well, man, hopefully we'll get him to do a solo album, and it'd be so legit if he drops like a Celine Dion cover. I'm gonna hit him up on it. So that'd be <laughs> so. I think that'd be great, man. I'm telling you. So that was another great bucket list item. We had to get it out. So we want to yeah. say thank you to Chance and his family uh, for lending us him tonight. So Dane, we got a busy week ahead next week. We got lots of artists coming on next week. We yeah. do have a surprise Saturday guest. I told you uh, we talked about this Saturday. You guys, we've got a surprise guest, Kimball from Chevelle. Threw that question in there. Chevelle's uh, Campbell from Chevelle is dropping by next week. We've got several tomorrow. Let me tell you about this. Tomorrow is a big night. Tomorrow we actually have four artists or four um, athletes and coaches coming on the show. Dane, tomorrow yep. you ready for this? We've got Coach Taylor from OKC uh, basketball team. We've got Joey from the Rockies organization. Coach Caitlin Kay. And ending the night for the nightcap tomorrow is DeAndre from the Savannah Bananas. Pitch. He's a pitcher from the Savannah Bananas. So it's going to be a, a great night tomorrow, man. Um, oh, yeah. Kicking kick week. Yeah. So this week has been going great from the music side. And again, we thank very, very much Chance for stopping by. Yep. And just a, just a heck of a week uh, starting off again, season two going very strong. So much more content to come. But we'll get everyone back to the night. We'll give Chance some free time. So everyone, don't ever, ever forget um, that we love you. And Dane? Thank you for listening.